If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. You are now listening to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk all things related to mental health, life lessons, and the culture. My goal is to help each and every listener pursue and center wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Shonda, licensed clinical psychologist. Now let's get into it. Somebody say it's a confidence for me. It's a confidence for me. I'm just going to say it confidently. Say it's the confidence for me. It's the confidence for me. Um, and based on those traumas that we experienced during slavery, some of those same behaviors, the attitudes, um, you know, the belief systems that we adopted as slaves can be passed down to generations after that. Um, and that is why we see like the hyper. Yeah, amen. You're a treasure. Um, Dr. Shonda Reynolds, yeah. uh, thank you so I'm much. I'm shutting up and listening. I'm learning so much. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah I, 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 I mean, personally, I think that was warranted. Like the backlash you got was, was warranted. I think that was... That was warranted, but I think what he was stealing in terms of like his emotions and trying to d- defend his wife, but like that, I'm I'm in agreement with how how he felt. Yeah. But there's there's kind of a kind of a, a fine line between how you feel and how you behave or your actions, right? So Tell me you may, so so you may feel threatened or feel offended. Etc. Because of this joke from Chris Rock, which I think was was definitely distasteful. Mm-hmm. Distasteful. But does that mean you go up on stage and slap him? No. There's there there are there are different ways that you can you can handle and let your presence be known, or let your feelings be known, instead of slapping him on slapping him on stage. Because I felt personally that, that was kind of weak. I feel like if if I'm not in like physical danger, I'm not gonna put my hands on anybody. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that was kind of whack from Will Smith, but. Outside of that, what what has happened in terms of people, you know, his, his backlash is like, damn, like that's kind of the consequences for your actions in, in a sense. So, you know, that's why I say there's a, a fine line between how you how you feeling and how you act. You feel what I'm saying? Like, um, say let's say for like a hypothetical, right? The two people they're dating or whatever. The lady says something crazy to the guy. Now the guy goes out and slashes her tires or whatever the case is. Something crazy like that. All because you may feel away, does that mean not mean that you slashing tires and doing all this extra stuff is okay? You feel what I'm saying? Right. So that's why I say there's a, a fine line between how you feel and how and how you behave. You know I, what? I I 100% agree. Go ahead, Aris. Oh no, I just wanted to say, like, you know, going back to that Will Smith thing. I mean, you're talking about a situation where it's really like you really consider it to be him probably exhibiting some of that masculinity from a. I guess you can define it more toxic from the stoic, the hardness, right? Like, you know, that was the physical assault on Chris Rock, feeling like that's what he needed to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. All the while, you know, people don't look at the, the the adverse of when he got on stage and accepted the award and, and is actually crying in tears, you know, because I'm pretty sure like there's this emotional instability in the moment being like, I know I shouldn't have done that. Like, you know, there's a whole lot of emotion going on. So it's like the you know, the, 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 the journey to healing and, and, and to actually, you know, finding yourself and self-awareness is, you know, as they say, I feel like it's a continued journey as opposed to the destiny, a destination. Cause I feel like you just never really. Right. There. And, you know, I, I don't want to like beat a dead horse because I know, I feel like we've been talking about this since February, like us as a society. Right. Yeah. Um, 
But at the end of the day, like I do feel as though the like I didn't understand why the the opinions were split in terms of like was the behavior right or wrong because I agree like I feel as though we can feel all the emotions that we want but it doesn't warrant like behavioral acting out and I think like as you know going back to the conversation of masculinity um and y'all y'all said it before like being like the the tough person or the strong person or the one that's like you know, willing to turn up at the drop of a dime, it doesn't mean that you're masculine, right? It, that, that doesn't, that's not the definition of masculinity, becoming physical with somebody. But masculinity is more so being able to, like y'all said, be aware, to be self-aware and to experience emotion. Um, and I don't think that kind of going based on like his, his childhood, like according to the book or whatever, I don't think that Will Smith had the opportunity to experience emotional vulnerability as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um as well as like that self-awareness piece or whatever. And that's why like we see people when they get older, they they lash out. They don't know how to experience emotion that becomes like overwhelming in situations like that. Yeah. Now that's a fact. I mean, and I would say this, like, you know, for me, I meditate. So like um, meditation is something that it, it, it really just forces you to sit with dealing with a lot of things. I mean, you don't have to meditate to do it, but I I recommend it for folks because I think that it does help you just understand that like you can think a lot of thoughts and 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 your goal of the meditation is not to judge yourself for because people say, hey, I'm meditating, I'm not supposed to be thinking about nothing. It's like, no, you're supposed to think, but just not let it consume you. It's like a cloud. It's just like let it go away. So I think that like to your point, a lot of people we don't but they we don't really teach in our society, we don't teach, we don't teach our, you know, black men, much less anybody, um, to how to really sit with their emotion and to understand like how to just sit with it. Like it's hard to sit with emotion. That's why it's got to come out somehow. And we don't teach people how to do it constructively. People don't do the things people don't like to work out. People don't like to find healthy ways. Uh, and then we choose the negative outcomes that we like to do drugs, drinking, turning up, you know, like that's turning up is fun, but I mean, the drugs and the drinking consistently, you know, it's just, it's a combustible situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, I I agree with with, with both of you all. And I would also say that I think our idea of, of being strong is like a bit skewed. You know, I think, I think strength is like a spectrum. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Similar, like for those that work out, you have your, let's say for example, you have a bodybuilder and you have a basketball player. The bodybuilder may go in the gym and train muscle groups. The basketball player may come in and come in the gym and, and train like the whole body and call it functional, right? Both people are strong, but the way that they display it are totally different. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I think as human beings, especially black men, you have to be able to use discernment to see which which display is most appropriate for whatever situation that, that we're in. You feel what I'm saying? So we're, we're not saying always be Gandhi or always be, you know, turn over cheek. We're also not saying try to fight everyone and then you feel, feel bad. You feel what I'm saying? Be able to use the sermon and be able to be still. That's why Eric said, you know, using meditation is very, very key as well to find that, to find that, that stillness. Cause in stillness is, is an opportunity to think. And, you know, when you get a chance to think you make better choices. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's where people get the strength thing confused. I love that. The concept of like finding that stillness, that still place. Um, so, okay. So Eris does it by like meditation or what have you say. So Linjo, how do you, 
find that still space in your life so that you can kind of like feel and experience emotion? Oh, it, it, I have so many different ways. Uh, I would say as of late, as of late, definitely been playing video games. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, How is that still though? Like you're, you're focusing on games and stuff. You know, it's, it's kind of funny though, because like whenever I'm playing games, my mind is like completely clear. I'm not even thinking about anything. Okay. Uh, or like when I like work out, of course, or even like when I'm on, on Instagram and in my story, you might even see on my page, like my story might be like, like 27 posts long. I'm just talking about different things in my mind. Those, those things give me stillness because I have an opportunity to like detach from my day-to-day responsibilities and mm-hmm. focus on what's really in my head and like dish it out and put it in certain places and put it in different buckets here and there. So although to the ear, it may say, damn, video games and, and working out is not really still, but for me personally, in my mind, I, my mind is clear as as can be. So mm-hmm. um, I try to always find time to sit down and, you know, do those things and give myself a, a clear, fresh start going into the next day. I think those moments are so important, especially if we're going to be at this place of uh, learning how to, to process our emotions, whether you're a man or a woman and you're man seeking masculinity or like female seeking, you know, inner peace or what have you. Like it's important for us to just be aware of our emotions and to learn how to experience them, experience the discomfort that comes with it. Like all of that is important. Um, I just want to kind of segue into a different question real quick. So I recently saw an um, Instagram post specifically with T.D. Jakes, and he was given a sermon. In this sermon, he was basically given examples as to why like men wouldn't feel comfortable opening up to their partners or expressing emotion. And he was basically saying, like, can I trust you with this information? Can I trust you with my emotions? Men aren't going to open up until we feel safe. Um, which was the the message that he was sending. And so I just wanted y'all's perspective because y'all are two black men, uh, you know, spokespeople for for revolutionizing masculinity. So I just wanted to hear from y'all on that. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I think it's true. I think there's 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 some there's some serious truth to that. Um, and I even speak on my own experience. It's like having trouble in, in those departments in terms of like expressing myself because in, in the back of my mind, I always was worried about like, dang, like, can I really be honest with how I feel? Is she going to take this a certain kind of way? Yeah. And it wasn't until like I got a bit older when I realized that, OK, yes, I can feel how I want to feel and I can get it out. But how I deliver this message has to be in a way that can uh, click in her ears. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I feel a way and I want to be honest with how I feel and be honest, be upfront, be transparent as we see all these buzzwords. If I'm not communicating that in a way that they can, that, that uh, my person can understand, then it's, it's a waste. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, that, and that's where I find myself in a lot of frustration because I'm like, dang, I'm being honest. I'm being transparent. I'm doing all these things that we're supposed to do, but I'm not getting the results that I want until I realize, dang, maybe there's a next step to really learning how to communicate and like deliver messages the right way, deliver messages that can, you know, be heard and be received and then be applied down the road. And I think that all it takes, like we said earlier, a lot of self-awareness, being still and understanding, dang, how can I 
go back to the drawing board. What what kind of things make her react this way? Okay, let me avoid that when I when I say how I feel. What makes you do this? Are really really taking the time to understand how to really communicate with, with your with your person. That way, you know when you do say how you feel, they can understand it and they can bounce it back to you in a way that you can understand. Y'all can move um, in, in harmony. So I think all that stuff takes work. Number one, yeah. it'll take a lot of effort to really even get 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 to that point because a lot of things happen where like pride gets in the way and you're like, you know what? I've been honest. She don't understand how I feel and whatever. Like it's, it's, that's on her. And that's kind of that's kind of immature when you when you think about it because as you get older, you know, companionship becomes even more important. And you know, to think to keep those unions together, it requires a, a next gear of work, a next gear of willingness to work, willingness to to put your, your your biases, your pride, and all these things that you may hold up as a wall down, so that you and this person can connect on a level where y'all can you know survive 30, 40, 50 years. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh yeah. 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 Go ahead. Right, go ahead. No, I was going I'm gonna take the question but change it in a bit. So you can go ahead and respond and then I'll see my response. Okay, I'll be real quick. Um I totally agree with Linjo. Um I think and with what T D Jakes was saying, I think that being vulnerable is a very tough thing. No one wants to be hurt. So, right. you know, just you know, making sure your partner and you have a, a relationship of of where that space can exist uh, is obviously very important. And, you know, I've had experiences where to like, just like Belenjo, you know, you, you don't necessarily understand the value of the, of how vulnerability will play in your relationships. And so you, you, you know, you want to be open and honest and I'm one person that likes to be transparent, but that transparency can be perceived in different ways. And then that, you know, that vulnerability that it requires for you to open up and just be, you know, honest and, and and true to yourself can cause friction. And and then depending on what the actual topic is about, you know, men always fear about having, especially if it's something that is uh, that, again, will make them feel you can some people might say less masculine, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, you could just give an example. If a dude lost his job and he has to talk about that with his girl, you know, like being vulnerable, like how how does that work in the relationship and, you know, what that means for her, what that means for him and how that would she use that against me down the road? You know, that's being a, a side example. But you you got to be able to have a relationship with somebody who, you know, or strongly feel won't come back at you in that way. Mm-hmm. And so I think T.D. Jakes is right. I mean, obviously, I don't think he was refer- he's clearly not referencing all women, but I think a lot of women need to understand, just like a lot of men need to understand that you with a partner, you got to have like somebody that you look at, like same way you look at. I'm sure you look at your homegirls, your sister, your, your your anybody in your family. That's the same way you got to look at your partner, the same way you want none of them people dirty. You don't want to do nobody. You want to you wouldn't do your partner like that dirty. And so you would keep each other's secrets and not even just secrets, but keep each other's vulnerabilities in a safe space. So that like Linjo said, I can kind of coexist and, and move together in harmony. Yeah. And, and so like this, this concept of like safety, um, I, I feel like that's become a buzzword, honestly, over the past few few years where people are just saying like, oh, I got to feel safe. I got to feel emotionally safe or what have you. But like as black men. Like, what would make a black man feel unsafe in a relationship? It's a great question. Unsafe. No, y'all, y'all the experts. Unsafe. 
what would make me what would make me feel unsafe? Uh, I think yeah. what make me feel unsafe is if um my effort and my effort or the time, effort and compassion that I present to a relationship, if it's unappreciated, that right there mm-hmm. undoubtedly will make me feel safe. Because I feel like, you know, when you make a lot of sacrifices, when you make a lot of compromises under the theme of love, under the theme of companionship, partnership, relationship. And when those things go unnoticed or when those things go, yeah, when those things go unnoticed, it makes you feel away because it's like, dang, like my effort, it took a lot of, took a lot out of me to do this. So I do want it to be recognized. And it doesn't mean it has to be recognized with like a gift or whatever. It can be recognized like, hey, I see you do this. I appreciate this. And also do that in, in, in a timely manner. I, I feel like it's kind of whack to like, had start like do something and then wait weeks and like hey remember last week you did this for me I appreciate that to me it's like if you know that in the moment just tell me then but um that's another thing I gotta probably get over but yeah <laughs> when when, uh, when when my effort is not appreciated yeah I think that's when I feel unsafe for sure where where, where do y'all think that comes from specifically for black men black men if they feel like their effort is unappreciated or they're not being seen in their relationship like what where does that come from? I think that maybe comes from like the expectation of certain things. Like there might be an expectation that certain things should always be taking place and this should be happening. And from like maybe from Lindro's standpoint, you know, the effort that one has to put into a relationship is obviously it's just a two-way street. So mm-hmm. one if a black man is doing so much to make something thrive and be successful, yet it's not appreciated maybe in the way that it should be, it's due to the fact that, you know, there's this expectation that that's what should be going on. And therefore the appreciation that would normally take place for something that is not expected is is there. So I, I think that that's probably a strong reasoning why a lot of that conversation takes place, because I think that in some capacity, there's just this expectation of things that we should be doing or things that we know we have to do. And when that being done, even if it's exceedingly and abundantly, it's like, well, this is what that's required. That's just what you mm-hmm. should. Want. So, I think that's what it is for me. Yeah. Being taken for granted in that way, like the, yeah, most yeah. definitely, most definitely. Okay, I ask because I was having a similar conversation with um one of my homies, uh, Phil Roundtree, who's a recurring guest on the podcast, mm-hmm. and he was basically kind of explaining it from the. The logo was covering my face. He was basically explaining it from the angle of, you know, black men oftentimes like seek that validation or like need to feel appreciated in their relationships because we go out into the world where we're not appreciated by society. We go out into the world where, you know, we have to fight for our our stance amongst like white America. We have to fight for, for our identity and who we are and like to have to fight for that in our homes. Like that's pretty much a, a slap in the face. Um, so I, I just wanted to share that perspective and just to kind of see where y'all stood on that. Yeah. You know, what's funny about that. That that reminds me of a conversation with, I, I feel terrible for getting the, uh, he's, he's a famous. James like, Baldwin. Yes. Yeah. James Baldwin and the other lady's name was like, like Gia Bar- I don't want to say her name wrong, but some, it was an mm-hmm. interview where she shared those same sentiments, but it was in reverse yeah. for like, you know, why can't the black man, keep the same facade in the house instead of having mm-hmm. 
bear the blunt of all the frustration you built up when you go outside. And I think it, it happens here in the reverse where it's like, you know, I want my effort that I put in, whether it's outside or, or particularly, particularly between us, I want it to be recognized because that that recognition is almost like, you know, as a kid in school, when you, you get a gold star for doing your homework, you want to do it again. You want to do it again. It's almost like that kind of reward system mentality where it's like, dang, like I'm getting fulfilled by serving you. Mm-hmm. Let me know I'm doing a good job and I'll keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's it's like the baseline level. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thinking for me, but um, yeah. 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 No. I, I agree with the perspective, too. I agree with uh, the gentleman that you referenced. Uh, you know, I think that, like you said, it's, it's, it's kind of funny, like, you know, for everything that I guess, you know, as black men, we could say we feel and our the, the, the feelings and thoughts that we have. I mean, it comes both ways as uh, from your I'm sure it comes both ways as a black woman as far as mm-hmm. some of the thoughts and feelings I have towards black men. And so, again, it just comes down to like the dialogue and the willingness to like express these things with one another with the desired outcome of like truly understanding and trying to facilitate growth with each other as opposed mm-hmm. to like. Because I feel like sometimes, again, we we get into this space where it's like, let's pick a struggle between mm-hmm. black men and black women. We're like, well, I got it bad. Well, you ain't got it bad. It's kind of like, you know, it's like we, we, we can't coexist without each other. And yeah. we know that in order to, like, you know, build the build the, the, the future that everybody claims that they want to see. It's like we need each other. And so, you know, it's just it's it's. Linjo referencing the James Baldwin and you referencing uh, the, the the gentleman that you did. The, the perspectives are, are fairly, fairly interesting. <laughs> and, and go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was going to say for sure. I, I think my last point with this was like um, with the conversation between black men and black women, I feel like we I for black men. We have to do a better job of going into conversations with a solution oriented mindset. Going, I'm, I'm going to go into this conflict or this quote argument or discussion, trying to get come out of it with a solution. You know, kind of being able to be flow like water and just accept what the other person has to say, even if you don't agree. Just accept it. Even me, I, I have a terrible job, a terrible job doing this, but having to accept it and then say, okay, what can I do to mend these wrongs? And we're, we, we we can collaborate and figure out a way we can move forward. But most times, like I'm coming with this anger, you come with this anger, and we're going to butt heads. For however long until we're done with each other and then move mm-hmm. on, you know, and I think that has to stop. You know, for sure, for sure. And Eris, hey, you're not off the hook. You didn't answer my question. What was your question? <laughs> so, what does uh, making a black man feel unsafe? What does that look like? You know, I, I was pondering on that. I was pondering on that, and okay. uh, I'm a, I'm, I, I have to say that like. Linjo's Linjo gave the probably the right answer like to that like in all honesty. So he says when it's underappreciated. I would say when it's misunderstood. I would say it could be a, the definition like for me could be when it's misunderstood. So like you know there's sacrifices that are being made in different respects, and so you know that the the conversation around certain behaviors that you may do. I don't know if it's even like uh, you know sacrificing time spent with a person per se, or maybe going without a period of time of talking to a person 24 seven mm-hmm. and actually handling business to put yourself and facilitate an opportunity 
to, you know, have a better uh, relationship or lifestyle with said person, I think those things can come into play too. So I think, again, like whether it's being misunderstood or underappreciated, it kind of falls in the same boat as far as that will make you feel unsafe because it's like what I'm currently doing is not going to be enough. Like there's always going to be a, and so, well, yeah, that that's good and all, but, and it's just kind of like, if we're, again, you need somebody that has to be on that wavelength with you to understand your patterns of not just your thought, but your behavior. Mm-hmm. And again, I do think that that's the difference when you find somebody that you really interested in or that you really are feeling Sure. I don't feel like that's a forced thing. I feel like that's just, it, it's, it, it's, I, I feel like it's like with meditation or anything else. So when you're in your groove doing your thing, it's just a flow. Like you get me, I get you. We don't have to, certain things we don't have to talk about. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you understand where I'm coming from. You know what I'm doing is in the best interest for us. Mm-hmm. So what we talking about. So um, I, I would say that for me, for misunderstood. And I would just piggyback off of what Lenjo said, as far as like the conversations with black, with specifically black men and black women, you know, to your point, Lenjo, you know, it's about everybody being empathetic, right? But empathetic and empathy does not equal agreement. It means I accept what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. That doesn't mean I'm going to change the perspective that I have now that you have expressed yourself to me. It just means that I sincerely understand where you're coming from. And I, I, I not only understand, but I respect it. But it doesn't mean that it's going to change anything up. And I think people have to, like, be okay with that. Like, that's just what it is. Like, it's like, okay, you know, that's that's the end of that conversation. We don't have to keep digging. It's like, you know, there's not going to be anything else to be done there. So I would just say that's a major thing. Empathy does not equal agreement. And I think a lot of people. That's a point, bro. That's a fire point. I'm going to put it Paper, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the episode, like. Empathy does not equal except I'm running down for sure. <laughs> bro, that was hot. That was fire. I like that. Mm-hmm. that was For real, because a lot of times, like, especially in relationships, whether it's like a romantic, platonic, parent-child relationship, we assume that that person has to agree with us in order for us to, to be on the same page. Yeah, I used to be like that. I used to break up with people if they was like, if, if we ain't get on the same page, I was like, man, it's a wrap. Like, the minute we got into something, I'm like, oh, I- man, that's crazy you say that, bro. You know what? That that might be my issue, Slim. That might be my issue. Is that I I never I never took the time to think like, damn, empathy is not equal acceptance. I always thought, you know what? You're not on the same page. Like you said, we're not on the same page. We're not going the same route. It's over with. Like you're just the turns in my life. Like, uh, damn. That's that's crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. You said it, bro. Yeah, I, I used to be like that, but I realized I said you you. I done met so many people that I don't, that don't disagree, that don't agree with a lot of things that the way, here's the thing, I don't think people think that, again, if you don't think the way someone else thinks, mm-hmm. that's people to be like, oh, that we don't, like you said, we don't, we don't belong together, whatever. But it's like, now that granted, there are hard, everyone has hard boundaries or hard nose where it's like, right. you think like this is like, like, I can't date nobody that's an atheist. I can't do it. I'm like, you just out here at this point. I can't do it personally. I, that's just, I ain't, I, listen, I'm, I roll with God. However, um, you know, but again, the small things that, that you don't agree on, that doesn't mean that you can't work through them. Again, it's just about the conversation and the dialogue. And I, that's what I always tell people. People will be trying to talk my head off. I've had plenty of situations. People try to convince me and something. I'm like, look, I got you. I appreciate your stance. We good, but you ain't about to change my mind. Cause that's right. what one thing people always say about me. You stubborn. It's like, 
I just feel what I feel. Why you just can't respect what I say? I'm respecting your opinion. Why you just can't respect mine? And we just, mm. you know, mm. just. That's big, bro. That's big. <laughs> and that, that comes from a place of arrogance, too. Like, if I go into a conversation expecting to change somebody else's mind or expecting us to, like, if, if we're not on the same page, my bad. If we're not on the same page, like, I'm done with the relationship, like, that's, that's low-key low arrogant. That is a fact. Low key, what society tells us. Like, there's a lot of there's a there's so many movements. I don't even want to get into all. I don't want to get into specifics, but there's so many movements and stuff that will specifically tell you if you don't, uh, if you, I could be empathetic to whatever your plight is, but if I don't agree with it, again, Mm -hmm. I don't have to do it. So, and again, the other part is learning too. Not everything that I feel, I have to express. I don't have to express everything. And that's a, that's the part of being self-aware. That's a part of going back to black masculinity yeah. or masculinity in general. It's like I could feel something and understand that there's a again, going to Linjo's point, I can use discretion to understand. I don't have to express that. What mm-hmm. purpose is it serving? If it's not serving the purpose intended to advance the situation, I don't have to express that. And it's like all of these things are like is again. You don't. We don't come out the womb having learned this, unless sometimes you're blessed enough to have a fa- uh, you know a father that's you know in the household that you can learn these things from. That's actually teaching you that. Um, so these are like life experiences. <laughs> There's some stuff that you done had to learn, like buku uh, times, and you done look back and you like, damn man, I keep learning. I keep. What am I doing? Like this is the same stuff. And that's one thing about God. He'll give you the same lesson over and over and over and over again. Even if you pass it one time, he's like, all right, I got you. So let me, you pass it this way. I'm going to send it to you in a different package. It's like somebody giving you UPS or FedEx. You're like, oh, I was looking for UPS again. God, like, nah, homie, this FedEx this time. This, you, you, what you looking for? What's going on? What you got? So it's just the same thing. Nah. Yeah, you, hey, bro, you're making great points, man. I think right now, you, right now you're going for 40. I, I, love, I, I love what I'm hearing right now from you, dog. I love it. I love it. I'm loving it, bro. I'm loving it, man. It's good stuff. Hey, man, that's, I, I, I feel like experiences life is the best teacher man it's, it's, i'm it's telling you bro life is a wonderful life is a, life is such a wonderful crazy balance man you need to take a step back and think about like we have the opportunity people that are fortunate enough to keep going on but every day we have a chance to learn and to improve and to apply something that we learned from before i, I think when you go into every day with that kind of mentality you know your outcomes will definitely yield positively and i think you know a lot of people going to think like, dang, I, I got to go to work. I got to do this. Instead of saying, I get to go to work or I get to do this or even saying, I get to have a partner. I- Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I get to have someone to talk to. I get to, when you switch those, those, those small minor things, man, things can take off for you, man. So I think that applies definitely to black men too, for sure. Listen, listen. I, I think that's the perfect place for us to to uh, let the people kind of simmer and marinate on this this uh, revelation that they received. Take the notes. Make sure you guys are running this back and replaying it, sending it to everybody that you know. Because I promise you, we probably touched on something that you or a loved one has experienced before. Uh, fellas, let the people know where they can find you. Yes, we are on Instagram, Twitter at T-L-A-R underscore podcast. We will also stream on all uh, podcast platforms, Apple Pod, Spotify, 
Google Pod, etc. We also have some of our clips on YouTube as well. If you want to catch some that's re- really fast. So definitely give, give us a shout, a follow, you know, tap in and give us your opinion. We'd love to comment back to people and, and, and create more dialogue. So thank you for having us, man. We really, really Absolutely. appreciate it for sure. Yes, we for really sure. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, you know, like Lenjo said, man, tap in with us. We have we're gonna be frank with y'all on this show. We have not been posting in a while. However, we are going to be right back on the ball. Life comes at you. A lot of work changes and things of that nature. But um, after a conversation like this, uh, this this has really got the the, the podcast podcast juices flowing. Um, you, bro. was over there taking notes. Empathy does not equal. That right there is a bar. A bar right there, bro. I would just say people, people, man, listen, uh, you know, for all the fellas out there, you know, I would, I encourage you to read as well, you know, pick you up some books, man. You know, like, listen, I go to Barnes and Nobles, try to find me a book every month. I think that's a crucial because I think it, it it opens your mind to a lot of different things. So I encourage y'all to do that, but please check us out. Please, uh, you know, stay safe and stay encouraged out here, man, because we can all need it. Yes. Yes. Y'all fellas were so cool today. When y'all coming back? You let us know. As the door is open, we always we are we will always come when we invited. We will always come when we are invited. <laughs> Let's do it. Next time we gotta get in the studio though. I know we was trying right, to schedule right, that right, and right, right. yeah, we gotta make it happen though. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely appreciate y'all. Make sure that y'all connect with them at the LA Report podcast with my friends, Lynn, Joe, and Eris. And don't forget, as you are listening, whether you're listening to the audio version or on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and wherever else we stream, I want you to like, I want you to comment, I want you to share, I want you to rate it and review it because I, like I said, I promise you this information is going to bless your life. And remember, don't forget, you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. Experience. All right, y'all. God bless, and I will catch y'all next Wednesday. Bye. <laughs> Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba da ba ba ba.